Good evening and welcome to a very special edition of The Rock Show. This evening we're going to be looking back at 2015. We're going to be giving out some awards for some special performances, noteworthy behaviour and people that we think are worthy of a special mention. Special people, if you will. It's going to be good fun. Stay with us for the next couple of hours. Ian and Jamie with you on Swindon show a very special show this evening as i say this is going to be our annual award show and we had to kick off with hailstorm and izzy hale now jamie and i had a fight about this obviously we we're fighting over izzy hale <laughs> <laughs> like every schoolboy and his mates um <laughs> so that we, we didn't know whether to give um izzy and the band uh, the award for our band of the year or for woman of the year so we decided both especially since she's after calling that song after the show yeah she, she's a big fan I think we also win band most likely to appear as posters in Kerrang this year. I, I think you might be right. I work, work on a major decoupage. It's a decoupage, decoupage. You know when you do stuff with paper and you stick it on collage. No, but it's it's, it's called something else now oh, because people know. are upcycling and recycling. Yeah, and it's all very cool and trendy in Camden Market. Okay, not Banksy then. No. Okay. No, but Banksy's gone a, a bit uncool now. You've got a decoupage, decoupage. Phone in, let us know what the hell I'm talking about. Are you sure you're not talking about a woman's cleavage? <laughs> I think that's the word you're looking for. It's not about art at all. What, cleavage and decou... No, no, decolletage. <laughs> that, that, you started this. <laughs> no, you, you mentioned cleavage, and you know, the whole show has gone downhill very quickly. <laughs> it, didn't take, it doesn't take long, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's Los Lobos and Mistreater Boogie Blues. A candidate for perhaps the song title of the year, don't you think? Mistreater Boogie Blues. That's quite. We're not giving out an award for that. Actually, not every track that we play tonight is worthy of an award. It's just a big, we dig that band and we dig the song. But the actual awards that we're giving out tonight are: um, we've got album of the year, the debut album of the year, the funniest moment in rock, as well as the funniest moment on the rock show, um, Cry Baby of the year, one that was many, many, many nominations for that this year. <laughs> Um, Festival of the Year, Man Slash Woman of the Year. Um, that's not our award for slash slash <laughs> being a man and a woman. Nor metrosexuals. That's a man <laughs> or woman of the year. It can be won by Irish. We're all inclusive on the Rock Show. Um, I, I, before the LGBT get onto my back, I'm going to move swiftly on. Um, we've also got an award for the live album of the year. And my favourite award this year, the service to unnecessary box sets. 
which could basically be won by just about any musician who's released Absolutely. music in the last 25 years. And we did find when we were looking at the um, services to reissuing and the services to box sets, we found that we had to put in an extra category this year, which was unusual. We've got to put in, we'll get to it in the second half, Milkman of the Year. So we, you know, look forward to that award coming up later on, ladies and gentlemen. Milkman of the Year. It's a very special one, and it's given out to an, to, to, to an artist it, who has just been milking his back out. Is, is it Billy Black? <laughs> and so he's a milkman of human milkman kindness. Of human isn't kindness. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I had to, I had to explain that joke because it was a bit on the. <laughs> well, it was a bit, a bit on, on the, the retro side. side. I, I got it straight show. away. I, I, I saw Billy Black when he was just a whippersnapper yeah, yeah. starting out. But, but you're quite retro as well, aren't you? You, you mean, mean old? Well, you're more sepia than <laughs> really. That's just my suntan <laughs> didn't work out. The spray machine wasn't working. <laughs> Clutch and X-ray visions. Did you cut that off before it actually finished? No, that's that's how they ended. That's how they ended. Does it go into another track on the album or something? It does. Yeah. Okay. Feeds one into the next. See, track. I remember we started off this year, and the first couple of months of this year was fairly dry, and we couldn't find any decent rock music. We were bemoaning the fact that rock music was like dead and had sort of slipped beneath the waves under the weight of Kerrang and stuff like that. Um, but apparently, since since the summer, since probably the festival season really got underway, mm. the number of new releases that have come out this year, both from debut bands and from existing bands it's been absolutely awesome there's been an average of two or three pretty good albums a week i mean mm. not well beaten albums but good rock albums we think if you're a rock fan 2015 was probably the best year for the last four or five. Oh, easily uh, d- d- just some awesome stuff one of the coolest things that happened this year alice cooper got a new band together yes <laughs> Back at the beginning of the year, they might have been talking about this late last year. Okay, we'll, we'll give them. But they got into the studio beginning of this year. And it was Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, and the man voted least likely to ever be in a rock band, probably. Johnny Depp, right? <laughs> and they got together and they did an album. Right? And we picked this up. We thought this is going to be just a bit of a joke. But do you know what? Nothing Alice Cooper does no. is ever not good. It was just, just pretty, pretty good. They did what? 11 original tracks and three covers or something like that? No, see, it was 11 covers and two original tracks. Right, okay. And including a couple of covers of Alice Cooper songs. They, they, they did Schools Out, didn't they? Mixed with yeah. uh, Another Brick in the Wall. Yeah, which was really, really, really mm. good. Really good. If you haven't had a chance to pick that up yet, b- b- go, and, go and have a look. In the meantime, this is Welcome to My Nightmare. Welcome to my nightmare. Which he then said very helpfully. Alice Cooper and Welcome to My Nightmare. you got to love Cooper. I mean, he's cheesy as anything, isn't he? But he's so, <laughs> so good, Alice Cooper. Uh, nothing, nothing. I don't think he ever put a foot wrong, did he? In no, his entire really. career. And the new band, do you know what? Yeah. Johnny Depp is featuring on nearly as many albums this year as Slashes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that? He's popping up everywhere. He's like mates with everyone. No one's Isn't on he Marilyn money. Manson's child's God's godfather yeah. or something? And apparently he's working with Marilyn Manson for a project in 2016. Mm. Marilyn Manson's working with about four people for different projects in 2016. It's Usually be, it just changes the makeup and nobody be, notices. It's going to be the year for Manson, I think, next year. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, boy, I, lo- I love Marilyn Manson. 
<laughs> and he loves you. His, his interview in kind of mid-November with Kerrang! magazine was one of the strangest interviews I've ever read. They what? ask him one question, and it takes three pages of him nattering the way. He doesn't answer the question. That sounds like a and conversation then, that we have. And then there's a lady who comes on the phone, because they're doing the interview over the phone, says something fairly explicit that she needs Marilyn Manson for, and then the interview just ends. <laughs> and it's like, this is what only Marilyn Manson could do a three-page interview that answer a single question. Why, why, well, can we go and work for Kerrang? That sounds like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, must, we must go and work for Kerrang. It sounds more fun being Manson. It stage, probably does, you know. Although I'd settle for being somebody who has somebody phoning them up and being explicit on the phone. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you have to be Manson to make that happen? Or are there websites? There are probably websites where you don't have to be Manson. There's <laughs> probably websites. <laughs> it's been nice, nice working here. Yeah, um, Twenty fifteen. We'll see you. Got recommendations for next year as well. In, obviously, in, in about twenty eighteen, our so, radio bad expires. Continuing our review of the year. Let's go to our first proper award, shall we? Yeah, our first proper award is the funniest moment of the year. Um, many, many nominations. Oh, many this nominations. One, as you'd imagine. My favourite nomination was the hedge falling off the stage. Yes. They all involve people falling for some reason. What is so funny about people yeah. falling down? Bother falling off a bike is Which, another nomination. Absolutely. Very, very funny. Although, you know, the aftermath where he broke, he broke everything. That wasn't very funny, I'm sure, for him. It's a shame he didn't break his jaw, because he still had to speak about it. Yeah, but, he, but he stopped playing guitar for a while, which, so, which you know. Which is good, relief. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a, a curtain falling on Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl falling off the stage. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, Basically, the, the, we just like people falling over. If people show. falling down has worked since, since, since the, 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 the history of cinema. Probably. And probably probably before then as well. See, if, if that happened at Nuremberg Rally, it would have been far, far more interesting, I feel. Just him coming up the stairs, falling over, falling dropping down. the briefcase. And Goebbels tripping Roll- up the corridor. <laughs> Rolling back down the yeah. stairs. Himmler smacking himself with the door, obviously, and, you know. Slapstick Nazis, that's what we like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm forming a punk band right now. <laughs> I am forming a punk band called the Slapstick Nazis. If anyone's interested, just give us a call at the station and ask for me. Um, anyway, so the winner of the Funniest Moment of the Year award is... Definitely the edge falling off the stage. It's got to be. Unfortunately, what we were going to do is play you a track by each of the winners. But, but we're because not Edge is in U2, <laughs> the runner-up is Dave Grohl falling off the stage slash a curtain falling on Dave Grohl. So here's some Foo Fighters. <laughs> Straits and Romeo and Juliet from the Making Movies album. Always a classic. Nothing to do with 2015. We just thought we'd take a break from the awards, but straight back to them now. Our next award is for Man of the Year, or, you know, Woman of the Year. And the nominations this year were... Dave Grohl for spending most of the year performing 
on a throne with a broken leg and still being one of the most interesting front men in the business. Taylor Swift for telling Apple where to go uh, because they weren't paying musicians in well, well enough. But our winner, we had, a, we had a walk away winner with this one, absolutely. Easily. Walter Trout, one of the stalwarts of the blues scene ever, one of the greatest guitar players to pick up a guitar ever, um, has had his health issues over the last couple of years. Well, we started doing the rock show nearly two years ago now. He had just gone into hospital, had a liver failure, and he was having to crowdfund, or his friends were having to crowdfund and do charity gigs and stuff like that to pay $45,000 for a liver transplant operation. How low... Walter Trout has gone so they had to crowdfund such a relatively insignificant amount of money just beyond belief really Um, he has recovered and this year has come out with a new album uh, called Battle Scarred and the album was released about three weeks ago or something like that and it is a stunningly good album do you not think? It, it's a wonderful, wonderful album. I was really looking forward to it. And that's always an issue, I think, when you really look forward to an album after what someone like Water has been through. Mm. That is always going to disappoint. Absolutely. Now, I've written it a review. Doesn't. I've written a review. I'm in the, in the process of uh, writing a review of this particular album for Dave Franklin's Dancing About Architecture website. So have a look on the on the um, have a look on the Rock Show Facebook page for that over the next couple of days. That's going to be released. But in the meantime, we're going to play a track called Please Take Me Home. It's, it, it, it's a strange album. He's basically written a diary of his near-death experience and all the anger and frustration and bitterness and everything else that goes along with that and yet none of the album is maudlin none of it is Mm. morbid in any way you just you feel privileged almost to be getting an insight into the guy's journey and thankfully the journey has finished at least for the moment Uh, and he's coming out with music which is probably better than any music that he's done before because it's it's raw and it's more and you know he's found finally the blues have come to him in more ways than one over the last this is Walter Trout and please take me home Walter Trout track called Please Take Me Home from his uh, new album he's the rock show's man of the year this year and well deserved we think absolutely so straight on to our next award then our next award is the given to the band or artist that we think has provided the, the, the greatest services to the reissue today <laughs> this year and the nominations for our services to reissue are in the first place ELO for reissuing just about everything on the back of a new album from a dubiously legally titled Jeff Lynne's ELO Bruce Springsteen for recycling, recycling the river more times than Thames water <laughs> Fair enough. And a winner. A winner. <laughs> Which we, we really can't do without this guy. I mean, he's, he's just... Let, well, well, let's let's play the, the one of the records and see what you think. Hang on a second. Yes, that's correct. It's Jimmy Page, ladies and gentlemen. Our services to reissue of 2015. And, and he's not the only one, to be perfectly honest, because we're going to have a bit of a conversation about this. Sorry to be talking over the record and all of that sort of stuff, but Jimmy Page has remastered and reissued the Led Zeppelin catalogue more times than I can count, 
right? And I can't tell the difference. And he's done it again this year. He's done the whole thing, reissued it out at vast expense, I might add, on a whole variety of different formats for which you pay half an arm and half a leg and most of your pocket money. And the general impression is that we can't tell the difference between the two. So we're going to conduct an experiment here while we're playing this record. This is the original version of Dazed and Confused. Give me a second. Because now I'm going to put on the 1990 remastered and reissued. Bear with me. Ready? This is the 1990. We've got these synced up. We, we worked very hard to sync all of these three up. We've got this. The, this is the 1990. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on the 2015 reissue. Bear with me. Nineteen ninety. The original. Nope, no good. Can't tell the difference. Can you? Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. <laughs> we could be playing anything. <laughs> Especially because we're being quite sarcastic at this point and using the same track, to be fair. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell them that. <laughs> You spoil everything. I don't want to get sued by Jimmy. You're off my Christmas list. You're off my Christmas list. Uh, mate, mate, it's like nearly the end of December. Christmas is like a year away. It's, I've got plenty of time to work my way back onto that list. It's a short list. It's a sh- <laughs> and well controlled, I might add. I don't just reissue it for any old reason at all, you know. <laughs> I come out with a new list in March and then come out with exactly the same list in August but with a different colour pen <laughs> so I'm learning from the best here have we been dazed and confused enough? I, I'm looking looking forward to the audio file, file green vinyl version of your list quite frankly so that's the best one I'm holding out for that's for St. Patrick's Day the green <laughs> vinyl version <laughs> So on the back of the uh, on the back of the services to reissue, that's quite enough of Jimmy Page. If you want to hear Jimmy Page's remastering of his remasters of his original remasters of the original masters of the remastered originals, then you can pick that up in any good record shop. I'm sure you just have trouble wading through and finding out which one because all the albums are the same covers. He's released them all with exactly yeah, the same artwork. The artwork or anything else. <laughs> and do you know what? I don't think he's changed anything. I think he went back to his shed, right, had a nap, and then came back out and went, "I've spent mm. six months reissuing all the stuff. Here it is." Yeah. And it's. I think it's. The, we should have called this award the Emperor's New Clothes Award. I think he just gets annoyed with his wife or whoever he's just going to spend six months in the shed pretending to do some work. Absolutely. And I think nobody in the music industry has the nerve to turn around to the great Jimmy Page and say, you haven't done anything. You're not wearing any clothes. But we are we on the Vox Show. We are the Vox Show. <laughs> we, we, we'll stand where the rest of the music industry will fade away. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not fooled. We see through you, Mr. Page. So on the back of that Services to Reissue Award, we were also having this conversation. There was another artist who jumped out at us this year as being spectacularly in the groove of reissuing and remastering, but doing it in a particularly sort of different way, doing probably exactly the opposite of what Jimmy Page has done. So we thought we'd create a special category called the Milkman of the Year Award, given to the person that we think has milked his back catalogue to the to the it's, finest degree I mean, possible. I mean, it's, it's it's Roger Walters, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, this guy messes around with the war more than 
Irish builder would. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> he, he is the O'Reilly of the music industry, quite frankly. Probably, yes, absolutely. And he's done the wall again. He's done it again. Okay, so this year we saw what was it? The fifth reissue or the fifth version of the, the fifth, of, yeah. of the album version of the wall. And do you know what? Some of them are okay, and some of them are really not. Mm. But I, I think the 2015 version, to be fair to Roger Waters, is probably my favourite. Now, the question I've got, and I haven't actually looked into this, and I really should have done if we were going to be giving out awards willy-nilly like this, who plays guitar on the new version? Oh, no idea. Just exactly. Exactly. You have no idea, right? And neither does anybody else, because nobody's ever heard of him except Roger Waters and the guy's manager, okay? So, the fact of the matter, it doesn't matter what you do to the wall, if Dave Gilmore isn't playing on it, it's not going to be as good as the original. It just isn't. Isn't it? And that's why we're now going to play the original. The original. Come to be numb. Floyd and comfortably numb from the original and best of the wall, despite Roger Waters. So that's in lieu of Roger Waters winning our rock show Milkman of the Year award for milking his back catalogue better than anybody else. The wall has also been in, in, nominated for our next category. Our next category uh, is the 2015 Live Album of the Year award, and the nominations are: in the first instance, we had. Well, it's embarrassing. It's the wall, isn't it? Well, yes. I mean, the, well, the, the thing is with the wall, it's like pizza. Right? It's really good on a Friday night. <laughs> but, but by it's Sunday still, morning. It's, it's still really <laughs> nice on Saturday morning when it's a bit cold and you're slightly hungover, isn't it? You know, it's not quite as good as on the Friday night, but you're still going to eat the pizza. But come Sunday. Nice to be the pizza. <laughs> you're a student that's normally because I'm still hung over by the Sunday morning so our second nominee for album live album of 2015 is Placebo's MTV Unplugged album released at the beginning of December was our album of the week at the beginning of December properly good album from a surprising mm. quarter we weren't expecting a Placebo yeah. album to be that good and mainly because who knew MTV Unplugged was still making albums well indeed and our final nominee and the winner of this year's it's 2015 live album of the year award from the rock show well it's Queen live a Night at the Odeon, mainly because it changed my whole opinion of Queen. <laughs> you know on this show I'm not a Queen fan, I've never liked Queen. I had to listen to this album for review purposes and listen to it again and again and again. And it's the first time I think I've realised just how good Queen are. So, album of, the, album of the year in the live category for 2015, Queen, A Night at the Odeon. And we do love the fact that Jamie has now been converted. We'd like to leave you now with a number called... See what a fool I've been. Merry Christmas, everybody.
Welcome back to The Rock Show with Ian and Jamie for the next hour. It's we're continuing our year in review 2015 and the awards that go along with that that we have devised out of the dark corners of our respective psychosis. That was Paris and my house demonstrating what happens when rock fans are dragged off to Ibiza by their club mates <laughs> and then come back and want to join a band and then they form a band like Paris who don't know whether they're rockers or, or you know, chill That's out harsh. sort of ministry of sounders. That's harsh. Well, they kept on dying halfway through and going into that all sort of like fadey outy in the background sort of chill out kind of by the beach kind of thing coming, <laughs> coming from a prog fan you've got no right to <laughs> criticise stuff that fades out and then comes back at least prog <laughs> knows what it is you know in, in the full breadth and spectrum of what it might be kind of thing but that's that's, that's I, I don't know I, I like it I really do like the band and I really do like the album but it just feels confused to me <laughs> it's, it's odd there's so many more bands though beginning to sound like Paris it and seems when, when, just and a sure fire yeah. Route to success nowadays. And it's got a name. It's a, what electro pop rock or something yeah, like electro that. Electro pop rock. But I'm sorry, that's just offensively confused. <laughs> Decide: Are you pop? Are you electro? Or are you rock? And if you rock, stop doing that fadey outy bit in the middle. You sound like a confused old man. I'm not confused. I know exactly what I like, and I know exactly what rock should be, and that's not it. It's not. And talking of confused old men. <laughs> It's time now for our Cry Baby of the Year the Award. The Cry Baby of the Year Award. Now, there were legions, legions of nominations for this. We're not even going to mention the nominations. We're going to go straight to the winner. It's, it's Neil Young, it's isn't Neil it? It's Neil Young. It's got to be Neil Young. <laughs> if there wasn't even a discussion about this one. No, no, no. This is a guy who's, who's against everything. He doesn't like anything apart from Pono, mm-hmm. which which nobody's buying and nobody's... Yeah. Well, I, I checked out the Pono site, actually, in preparation for this and mm. had a look. I just thought... Because you can't just go in and browse. You've got to actually type in the artist you're interested in. Mm. Seems odd. And when, when the answer is 99% of the time, the answer will be, no, we don't mm. have that. Well, no, they've got everything I searched for. Ah. But it's not... It's not in Pono format. That's it's the thing. normal MP3 format. You type in Eric Clapton, you type in Bob Dylan, mm. Dire Straits, Led Zeppelin, you think they're going to have some of that stuff at least. And we've had this conversation over and over again over the last couple of years about the whole Pono thing and about the fact that you need about 15 million tracks to have a, mm. a, a, a critical mass of stuff that people will actually buy. And in order to get those 15 million tracks, he's become Spotify. He's just selling MP3 stuff. The very stuff that he is he is castigating music fans for listening to, he's selling to his own fans. Basically, he's On a device that costs four times as yeah. much as a normal MP3 so player. He's, 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 he's insulting his own fans and then selling them mm. the stuff that he's insulting them about. I, I, I Just, you know, it's wrong. I would like to find out what percentage extra he's given the musicians because of course we all know Neil Young's been saying musicians aren't paid enough I'm yeah. not denying that mm. so how much extra is he paying each of the musicians when Absolutely. he sells their music yeah yeah that's that's the other question and and, and I tried to find that out and I can't find that no. out <laughs> and if it was different you'd think he would be making a you'd be making a song making a song or dance about like that, he makes a song and dance business. about everything else yeah yeah <laughs> he's just whined all year hasn't he he has he's whined all year at now, one point he got the wrong colour cupcake at a party and that was on Facebook Twitter it was just ridiculous oh, it's just, just ridiculous I tell you what when, 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 he, when, he, when he accidentally ties his shoelaces together because <laughs> he, he puts his feet on the floor too close to each other and that was no that was no accident oh you reckon that was his housekeeper looking for an early Christmas bonus so the thing about it is we would forgive Neil Young many 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 things if only the last album hadn't been derisory rubbish mm-hmm. i'm sorry well, the, the last one there. album to be fair remember he released that album in early december that nobody seemed to know about um blue note cafe yeah which was a re- bunch of live recordings taken at different venues in the 
late seventies. Yeah, yeah, okay. That was pretty good. Oh, but that was late seventies music. I'm talking yeah, about the, the, the Monsanto the years yeah, yeah. was just. It's, it's, I'm sorry. Yes, we, we can't say we can't say enough bad things about it, and we can't say very many bad things about it because the lawyers are coming charge. I can hear the footsteps in the <laughs> corridor now. <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to um, say congratulations, Mr. Young. Long may you reign, uh, but this year you are the rock show's crybaby of the year. That's Neil Young and hey, hey, my, my. Rock and roll will never die. Although with the guitar player using that sound on that record, he's having a fair bash of killing it <laughs> off, isn't he? I mean, God, that's an epic feed. I love that track. That's just one of the worst guitar sounds you've heard. That's even worse than um, what you call it, Lionel Richie on. Um, yeah, but, uh, um, what, what is it? Um, 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 um. Oh, you know that song with it. Easy, easy like mm. Sunday morning. Listen to the guitar solo in that. It's almost as bad as that. But, but they were supposed to be taking the Mickey out of punk. Well, that they? was the whole point. Yeah, because that song was written in re- re- retort to Johnny Rotten, who said punk was here, it was going to kill off rock and roll. Yeah. That's the line, rock and roll will never die. And you remember, they sing about Johnny Rotten in it. See, I think that's. Might well. have been the, that might have been the start of the rot for Neil Young because when he's writing his own songs and he's writing you know stuff and he takes a little bit of time over when he's writing about sort of reactionary stuff mm. like Monsanto and Starbucks and Johnny Rotten the songs are rubbish that I mean rock and roll will never die well you know write a good song about it if you're gonna if you're gonna do that you know? <laughs> but it didn't need to write a good song about it because they were taking the Mickey out of punk yeah, but the, and the characteristic t- of punk is they never wrote good songs yeah but look at every prog record you ever you ever didn't listen to because you're not a prog fan. <laughs> <laughs> they were taking the mickey out of everything but they're good music it's good music you don't, it doesn't have to be bad just because so you're taking the mick are you claiming prog was ironic some of it was <laughs> <laughs> it must have been please please <laughs> tell me it was ironic <laughs> i gotta look at phil collins in a whole new way now like, oh you'll be an ironic phil he oh, was no right. no phil collins was never prog rock <laughs> phil collins was the drummer <laughs> Anyway, something that is completely not ironic and something that hasn't won an award this year, although it was up for about six of them, all of the good ones, Blackstone Cherry. Blackstone Cherry, who absolutely nailed the 2014 backstage at the Download Festival Mm. and who are going to be at Download again this year, if I've got that right. I'm not sure. I don't think they've been announced for 2016 yet, have they? They're, they're playing Cardiff in January. Yes. With Hailstorm. Hailstorm and Shinedown. Which we're going to. Did yeah. we mention we, that? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we told our listeners yet. We might have done that. This is Blackstone Cherry. Bad luck and hard love. <laughs> Big rock and roll finish. Don't let us down. There you go. (laughs) That's what you call a rock and roll ending. That's Blackstone Cherry, Bad Luck and Hard Love. Bringing us to our next award for 2015. It's the unnecessary box set of the year, we think, okay? (laughs) Now, there are several nominations. There are any number of nominations for this one, to be perfectly honest. But the nominations are... Let's start with The Beatles, who have re-released all of their albums that were released in Japan. So the Japanese edition of Beatles albums in a box set which have all been previously released in the UK and appeared in other box sets. So absolutely nothing new. No. It just happens to be that they were released in Japan. Yes. Along with a whole load of other stuff. Mm. It, it, yeah, that's pretty so much... So we can expect next year the Uruguay box sets, <laughs> the, the, the Turkmenistan box sets, anything else? No? Are you just name just the name obscure countries Yeah. Now? Well, Japan's not that... I, I, don't, I don't think the Beatles are very big in Turkmenistan. You never know. Foster and Alan are huge in Turkey. 
But okay. anyway, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. Our other nomination, our second nomination, is Bruce Springsteen, who has recycled the river again. And, and, and you know, it was, it was a fine album at the time. But, you know, we don't need box sets upon box sets. It must be the third or fourth box set. Oh, easily. And how do you do a box set of one album? Well, if you're Bob Dylan, quite easily. So our winner of the unnecessary box set of the year award goes to... It's Bob Dylan. It's Bob Dylan. 18 discs. <laughs> Everything he recorded in a 16th month period. To be fair, he did two albums in that time, in that 16th month period. Yeah. Every single note played in the studio, in hotel rooms, every full start, every way he decided to change the lyrics or do it a different key. I tell you what, you've all got to be, there. You've got to be some kind of fan because most fans don't want to hear all the mistakes. They want mm. to hear the final product because the final product is worth hearing. And that's what the band wants you mm. to hear. Why does Bob Dylan think we want to hear everything? Well, the thing is, I, I bought it, and it's quite interesting. Oh, <laughs> um, you didn't. I, I'm one of those people. You didn't. I have all 18 discs, oh. and I have listened to all 18 discs. Is that the one where you can get them all sort of gold-plated and signed by Bob Dylan's grandmother or something for five grand? <laughs> no, this is the one I think it was £400, 18 discs. You spent £400? Um, comes with on like, a big box. Uh, lots of Bob Dylan goodies and a big book. A film film sales from the Bring It All Home movie. If you'd have gone to Ikea, you could have got a big bag of coasters for 50p. <laughs> Why'd you have to spend £400 on the them The coasters for? don't sound quite as good when you jam them into your CD drive. 15 versions of Blowing in the Wind. No, um, it wasn't Blowing in the Wind. <coughs> it's Candle um, in the Wind. That's out and John. You've gone completely <laughs> the wrong. You've mixed up out and John and Bob Dylan there. That's what's happened the wind. to me. It was something about wind. No, not, not, no, the track was, um, I can't remember what track it was. Like, it got blown in the wind stuck in my head. Because that was on his first, <laughs> like, there wasn't like a second or third album. This is from the Bob Blonde on Blonde. See, you've been listening to the to the box set for so long, you can't even remember what songs are. All I have to do is mention an Elton John song. And, and it's, no, you started with a Bob Dylan song. Let's get this straight. Bob Dylan and Elton John are different people. I knew it wasn't Candle in the Wind and Blowing in the Wind. It was... <laughs> Must have been the times they are changing then. That's a different album, completely different album again. <laughs> well, an 18 box set sort of CDs, I'm sure that it's got to be in there somewhere. I've got so much Dylan stuff now, it's unreal. There's 15 versions of one song in there. Yes. And none of them was the actual version that got released in the end. No. Why do we want to hear that? I don't know why you want to, but when you've got it, you kind of do. So in order to be avoid being corrupted, do what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Don't buy it. It's unnecessary, but Leave jolly it good. F- it's unnecessary, but jolly good fun. Like all good things in life are. <laughs> and like an awful lot of rubbish things in life are too. Far more. Kia. A Kia Sedona, right? Completely <laughs> unnecessary. Rubbish car. Never, there's, no, there's no need. Buy an Alfa Romeo. <laughs> This is Spend most of your time broken down the side of the M4. Yeah, absolutely. Daddy's in the alley. He's looking for food. I'm in the kitchen with the tombstone blue. Bob Dylan and Toonstone Blues, the winner of our unnecessary box set of 2015 award. And deservedly so. Deservedly 18 so. discs. Absolutely. Fantastic. Now, we, we have been accused from time to time here on The Rock Show of, of, of having... What was that? What was that? Having fun. Hmm. We've been accused of that. Now, we try not to, obviously, and we try to make sure that you as the listener don't have any fun either. But um, from time to time, some slips in. So we had a look back through the shows that we've done this year. We thought, oh, we're giving awards to everybody else. We should give a couple to ourselves, okay? Mm. So what we were looking for was our favourite moment of the show's 
for the last mm. year. We found a couple. There were there were there were quite yeah. a few actually because we've enjoyed doing this. We really have, um, and we found a couple that we thought we'd give you just to listen to. This is the one that didn't win before we any go. Yeah, so have the minions had time to get slapstick Nazis? loaded that for us yet no no oh, no that, 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 that's that, not that, what, we, what we'll one. do is we'll rerun the show on the 2nd of january mm-hmm. right and that way it'll be the one for next year awesome <laughs> so, I, so i didn't have to try next year no no fantastic not. we've been very trying this year so <laughs> <laughs> no need to do it next year that was Pearl Jam bringing us back in. And, and I said the coolest hat in rock music. You know the video for that track? Yes. The guitar player, the live gig, the guitar player. I, I, you know, I grew up wanting to be look. I wanted to look that cool in a hat. I can't wear a hat. I'm one of those people. I no, just can't wear I, a hat. I can't do hats. Despite trying for many years with a trilby, I can't do hats. Yeah, either. I've seen that. That was not an exciting experiment. <laughs> have, you been, have you been going through my Facebook photos? It's a bit weird. <laughs> There's no bikini shots. Actually, the... Oh, <laughs> but no, no. I mean, the video... Apart from the fact that the video was black and white, the guy looks much cooler in black and white than he looks in colour. Mm. He looks okay in colour, but he looks really cool in black and white. Not many people can pull that off. No. I'm thinking the guy must have genetically... He should have, if he'd been wise, he'd genetically modified himself to be permanently black and white. That'd be cool. That'd be really... Like like Mickey Rourke did, obviously, to audition for Sin City. Mm. You know? Maybe we <laughs> Do you reckon we could breed, like, interbreed people with zebras? and be fine. <laughs> zebras are not monochrome. They're just black and white. <laughs> Do you know if you shave a zebra, it's still black and white? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's skin pigmentation. It's... <laughs> How many times you've tried that, haven't you? you, you you've, you've, you've tried that. Met, many an evening, many an You're evening. You're one of these people spent. importing exotic <laughs> animals on the internet, so you can shave them <laughs> to see what colour they are underneath. That's pretty. Yeah, it's so. like leopards are spotty on their skin. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've, I've never tried that. I'll have to order a leopard. <laughs> My postman hates me. So that was what, back in July or something like that, when we had that little conversation about Pearl Jam? <laughs> we talk absolute tripe, don't we? <laughs> we do, we do. It gets worse, it gets worse. So what we've done is we've awarded ourselves the Our Favourite Ridiculous Moment of the Year Award. Ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and given the amount of ridiculous stuff that happens around the Glastonbury Festival this year, right, we were having a conversation in the run-up to Glastonbury... <laughs> You know, when we realised that Noel Gallagher wasn't actually getting a ticket or anything like that, never mind a gig. Uh, and we had this discussion. This is our favourite moment of the year. We hope you enjoy. On, on an altogether more peaceful note, the Dalai Lama, your favourite musical act and mine, um, is rumoured to be, he's, he's, he's going to be gigging, as, as, as you do when you're the Dalai, Dalai Lama, he's going to be gigging at Glastonbury. Right. Apparently, he's going to be uh, um, taking a, a spot on the Sunday morning. Is he the new guy in ACDC? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the replacement? <laughs> no?
Wednesday 13 there with Skeletons. Kind of a cross between Marilyn Manson and Alice Cooper. I always thought really Wednesday good. I like that. 13. I like that a lot. So yes, I do. I like, stuff. I, I like stuff. I'm not just whining about stuff all the time. See? See? No, you're not Neil Young. It's good. It's good. <laughs> So time for our next award, then. It is time for our uh, debut album of 2015. There's been some really great bands break this year. I think We Are Harlot, we quite enjoyed their album when it first came out. And Paris, obviously, we played them top of the show. We really like Black State Highway. Black State Highway, fantastic debut album from them as well. Mm. But it had to go to one that came out in kind of late October, early November. This is Saint Azonia, the winners of our debut album of the year award. Waters and Mother. That's from his recently re-released, re-released, re-released album of the wall. Live. The winner of our Milkman of the Year award for this year. Obviously, we thought we'd milk it a bit more and play two two tracks from it. So there you go. <laughs> That's Roger Waters. Let's move on to our uh, our award this year for the album of the year. And there's a lot to choose from this year. Hard one to choose from. Wasn't so many fantastic albums released this year, but in the end, we kind of agreed. That Revolvercon by the Dead Daisies just had to take the title this uh, year. Uh, we, we didn't agree on what you just called it. That, that'll be Revolution, by the way. Spanish for revolution. Well, they, should, well, they should speak English. <laughs> Coming over here, releasing great rock albums but with silly Spanish titles. Yeah. <laughs> The Dead Daisies, a track is with you and I. From the album Revolution, Revolution, Revolvicon, whichever you want to pronounce it. <laughs> that is a fantastic album, and that is the Rock Show's album of the year 2015. And do you know what? It is. It really is. It's properly mm. good. That just about wraps up our review of 2015, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a fantastic year for it's rock been music. It's really good. It started off not too brightly, and it just got better yeah. and better and better. We, We've been the first, what, four months whining on the show. There was no new music, nobody making music, rock seemed dead, and then it just all kicked off. It's just got better and better and better, and it started with the summer with the... Um, 
with the festival season. Oh, mm. So we have thoroughly enjoyed bringing this year to you. Uh, thank you very much indeed for being with us, and we hope you'll join us again next year for more of the same. We're going to leave you with our nod to the festival of the year this year, which was without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, download. Guys, have a very happy new year. We'll see you next time. See you soon, guys. Stay safe.